Good day and welcome to the Little Picture Podcast. Today's episode will look a little bit different, where we go back in time and hear the story of Mywin Sukat, otherwise known as St. Patrick. What you will hear is an adaptation of his words written down in his confession. This is St. Patrick, and this is his confession. My name is Patrick. I am a sinner, a simple country person, and the least of all believers. I am looked down upon by many. My father was a deacon, his father was a priest. We lived on the west coast of Britain. It was at our home that I was taken prisoner. I was about 16 at the time. I did not know the true God. I was taken into captivity in Ireland along with thousands of others. I deserved this because I had gone away from God and did not keep his commandments. I would not listen to our priest who advised me how I could be saved. The Lord brought his strong anger upon me and I was scattered among the nations to the ends of the earth. It was among foreigners that it was seen how little I was. So I turned with all my heart to the Lord my God and he looked down on my loneliness and had mercy on my youthful ignorance. After I arrived in Ireland, I tended sheep every day, and I prayed frequently during the day. More and more the love of God increased, and my sense of awe before God, and my spirit was moved, so that in one day I would pray up to a hundred times, and at night perhaps the same. I even remained in the woods and on the mountain, and I would rise to pray before dawn in snow and ice and rain. I never felt the worse for it. The spirit was burning in me at that time. It was there one night in my sleep that I heard a voice saying to me, very soon you will return to your native country. Again, after a short while, I heard someone saying to me, look, your ship is ready. It was not nearby, but a good 200 miles away. I had never been to the place, nor did I know anyone there. But I ran away then, and left the man with whom I had been under slavery with for six years. It was in the strength of God that I went, God who turned the direction of my life to good. I feared nothing while I was on that journey to that ship. The day I arrived, the ship was brought about to leave the place. I said I needed to set sail with them, but the captain was not pleased. He replied unpleasantly and angrily, Don't you dare try and come with us. When I heard that, I left them and went back to the hut where I had lodgings. I began to pray while I was going, and before I even finished the prayer, I heard one of the crewmen shout, Come quickly. I turned back right away, and they said to me, Come, we trust you. Prove you're a friend in any way you wish. That day I refused to suck their breasts. Now, I do have to pause here and explain that the sucking of the breast appears to be an ancient a native ritual, uh, symbolically to show that you would come under their care. It was somewhat of humiliation, I could imagine, to suck another man's breast. I am unsure specifically what Bible verse Patrick quoted to justify that he won't be sucking any male breast. But St. Patrick says that he refused to do so but even still they led him on the ship. 
They were pagans and I hoped they might come to faith in Jesus Christ. This is how I got to go with them and we set sail right away. After three days we made it to land and then for 28 days we travelled throughout a wilderness. Food ran out and great hunger came over them. The captain turned to me and said, What about this Christian? You tell us that your God is great and all-powerful. Why can't you pray for us, since we're in such a bad state of hunger? Then I said with some confidence, Turn in faith with all your hearts to the Lord my God, because nothing is impossible for him, so that he may put food in your way, even enough to make you fully satisfied. With the help of God, this actually happened. A herd of pigs in the way before our eyes. They killed many of them there and they remained for two nights and were fully restored. After this they gave thanks. From this day on they had plenty of food. A few years later I reunited with my parents in Britain. They welcomed me as a son and they pleaded with me that after all my tribulations that I had undergone I should never leave them again. And it was while I was here that I saw a vision one night. It was as if the vision was coming from Ireland. There were a whole lot of letters, and one of these letters was given to me, and I began to read it. While I was reading the letter, I heard a voice saying, We beg you, holy boy, to come and walk among us again. This touched my heart deeply, and I could not read any further. I woke up. And it was here my journey and planning to go back to Ireland began. Upon leaving my homeland again, many were the gifts offered to me, along with sorrow and tears. I even went against the wishes of some of my superiors. But with God guiding me, and by His grace, I overcame it and resisted them all that I could come to the peoples of Ireland and preach the gospel. I bore insults from unbelievers. I bore many persecutions, even chains so that I could give up my freeborn state for the sake of others. It is there that I wish to spend my life until I die if the Lord should grant it to me. In Ireland I have baptised thousands. How has this happened? Never before did they know of God except to serve idols and unclean things. But now they have become the people of the Lord and are called children of God. An example of this, there was a blessed Irish woman of noble birth, a most beautiful adult whom I baptised. She decided to follow the Lord and be close to God. These women suffer persecution and false accusations from their parents, and yet their numbers grow. Even when it is forbidden, there are those who bravely follow the Lord. I wish I could go back to Britain, but I testify in truth that I never had any other reason for returning to that nation from which I had earlier escaped except the gospel. It was there that the Lord opened up my awareness of my lack of faith 
Even though it came about late, I recognised my failings. So I turned with all my heart to the Lord my God. And he looked down on my loneliness and had mercy on my youthful ignorance. He guarded me before I knew him and before I came to wisdom and could distinguish between good and evil. He protected me and consoled me as a father does for his son. That is why I cannot be silent, nor would it be good to do so. About such great blessings and such a gift that the Lord so kindly bestowed upon me in the land of my captivity. This is how we can repay such blessings. When our lives change and we come to know God, to praise and bear witness to his great wonders before every nation under heaven. Thank you for listening to the Little Picture Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Also check out our Facebook page and like and follow us there. Here at the Little Picture, we are all about hearing the stories of ordinary Christians as they serve an extraordinary God. Until next time.